How did I hear that? What's going on and welcome to another episode of Chicken Scratch Gospel. I am your host, Matt, and with me today is my better half for our Valentine's Day episode, Amanda. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. How are you? Doing good. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you. Okay, because you asked in the middle of the intro music, how can I hear that? And so I wanted to make sure you were good and oh, that yeah. you could hear. No, I'm just really bad at this. Oh, <laughs> no, no, you're going to be good. You're going to be good. So really, 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 really excited whenever we have whenever we have any kind of guests on. But of course, uh, when we when we get wifey on, it's uh, it's a lot of fun. Last year, we had uh, a Valentine's Day Q&A. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. And you were here and Daniel and Feli were here. Daniel and Feli are, are not here today. Tony and Tanya are not here today. They were going to be, but they got a surprise visitor. So we hope that they are all enjoying their time. As always, we're going to keep it real. We're going to ask some fun questions, and then we're going to get into some deep stuff. Hopefully, we're going to be able to help some folks out in awesome. this episode of CSG. Cool? Let's begin with Proverbs 18.22. Okay. Right? Proverbs 18.22, Solomon, who wrote the majority of the Proverbs, the wisest man who ever lived, said, He who finds a wife finds a good thing or finds what is good and receives favor from the Lord. And I, I take issue with this only because you notice how it doesn't say the woman who finds a husband finds a good thing. Well, like it says the he who finds a wife finds what is good. So what's the husband then? Uh, I don't know. It just proves to you you need us. A necessary. Yeah, he's just there. He's just there. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> what the heck, man? <laughs> uh, anyway, I can say that, that I've definitely found uh, an amazingly good blessing uh, in a wife and so before before we kind of dive into anything else I found some questions and so I want to kind of run through them and then we'll, we'll dive into some some deeper stuff so okay. I'm, I'm we're gonna ask these things and we're gonna be we're gonna be we, we keep it real sure. you and I we always keep it real Absolutely. anyway you hurt my feelings you keep it real so much so let's <laughs> okay. so let's let's keep it real okay all right well I'm gonna ask you and then I'm gonna answer okay. as well okay but you answer first okay what is my best habit your best habit? Um, I would say you, you'll wake up and just get ready and get done. Like, you'll be on time, if not early. That's a thing. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that's something that I, I look at and go, man, I wish that was the same for me. It's just not. So I admire that in you. I think that's your best habit. Yeah, I think, I think that your best habit... I don't think you're a very habitual person. I don't which is know. funny. I don't even know what that word means. I don't oh. think that you have <laughs> many habits. Oh yeah. There you go. Um so I your best habit is that you brush your teeth every day. I don't you don't have many habits at all. It's not even a it's not even a habit. It's it's just I don't have I got nothing. You're welcome. I got nothing. <laughs> I brush my teeth every okay, day. Okay, how about this one? What is my worst habit? Uh your worst habit. Because I am very much a creature of habit. We know you, this. You you feel to the millionth degree. So like if anything happens, feeling, and it's like, so if it's good, it's like awesome, like yay. Or if it's bad, like, oh, you know, but it's just your knee-jerk reaction is to go to the 10th degree. Awesome. Okay. Your worst habit. This one. Don't, you don't have to share. No, no, I'm going to share <laughs> because everybody needs to know that I, I married a, a wise, honest, beautiful woman. Mm -hmm who is secretly the Tasmanian devil. <laughs> this woman w does not know how to hang up clothes, fold clothes. <laughs> she does not know how to hang up a towel. She does no. just, if our, my side of the room is so precise, there's precision in my yeah. drawers. There's color coding in my closet. Yeah. And yours is just it's like if Willie, it's like an everlasting gobstopper. You know how it, how it, how that was all like oblong and just weird shaped mm -hmm. and just oddly done. That is because you try stuff on, and I'll come on and be like, "Baby, what happened to the room?" And he'd be like, "Oh, I was just trying. Some stuff didn't work." Hey, and so well, you're just <laughs> like, "This shirt didn't work," and so you just throw it on the ground. I'm mm -hmm. done with it, and then you try something else. Yeah, nobody has time for that. Uh, I I know that this <laughs> is something that I do where whenever I. I'm like, I get out of the shower, I'm done. I'm like, done. You know, I'll just throw the towel in the air and just be like, wherever it goes. Same with like when I'm doing clothes, you know, I can't, I don't know what it is. I, I'm so sorry. It's okay. And I feel like after the fact, I don't, no one has time <laughs> to 
to hang it up. Even though I do, I don't like to tell myself that I do because that's just not fun. So we're not going to go into multiple bad habits, but the fact that you said nobody has time, like you don't take time to take care of yourself. You don't take time to drink. I don't have time to drink water. Who has time to drink water? Um, exactly. Uh, literally everybody (laughs) you can, anybody can drink water. Okay. Let's do one more easy one. Then we'll get into some, we'll get into some deeper stuff or some harder stuff at least. All right. Have you ever lied to avoid getting in trouble with your spouse? Okay. So I think I have before, like I'm, I'm so, no, no, no. I like being honest. Oh, I I have a thousand percent, but I, I do think there's been times where I would either like be careful or omit. But honestly, it was even things that were so innocent. It wouldn't even, it was so dumb to do so in the first place. But I don't think that I would do it to not be in trouble with you. Right. I think I would do it because I did not want. Need to feel to the nth degree. Amen. (laughs) Because I, knowing you, I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to do that to you. I felt responsible for those reactions. So I think there's times where I have either like omitted or like didn't. Um, I don't know, wasn't completely true about, I don't know, maybe I would just uh, exaggerate or change things up a little bit. I sure. Don't know. I'm very, um, I'm very easy to live with you guys. Just so, <laughs> just so you know, I'm very, it's very easy. Whoa. <laughs> what was that? It was a live audience. Right? Uh-huh. It was, I felt like we uh-huh. were on a 90s sitcom. Now, uh, okay, let's ask a tougher one. Yeah. Who wears the pants in the relationship? What? Um... I don't know. I think that they're uh, fat man pants and we share like. How do we <laughs> walk? <laughs> we work together to make it happen. Honestly, if you, if you dig through that analogy, that's a really good one. I think that was impressive what I just shared. I don't want to dig through fat man's pants. <coughs> well, there you go. That's my answer. <laughs> you're an- okay. So I think, so you're saying we there's a shared, there's a shared responsibility. Yeah. There's a shared responsibility. Yeah. And so it's not whether or not pe- one or the other wears pants. Right. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. I think uh, you agree with the fat man pants. No, oh, no, okay. that n- analogy is terrible. <laughs> I I don't like it. But but I do agree that we that there's a share I, because I think that you know I think that there are a lot of things that you are very good at, and then there are a lot of things that I'm very good at, and so you know when you get to put the PB and J together, it it makes for a good sandwich and. The like, for example, oh, oh, here's a good example. So with our kiddos, Mm -hmm. okay, Tony is more like me. Mm -hmm. Karis is more like you. Mm -hmm. And I have found, and I'm sure that you can, you probably will amen this. I have found that when Tony's having a hard time, it's actually you who are able to better kind of love on and minister to him in that space. When Karis is having a hard time, Mm -hmm. I'm actually able to come in and and bring her up and help her out. Yeah. Because we've had such experience in dealing with each other yeah. that we're able to do that. Yeah, dealing with the miniature version of you is similar to dealing with you. Exactly. I have experience in doing so. So yeah, right. that makes sense. It is he is he's a he's a better he's a better version of me who has better hair, more hair. Um he's 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 definitely cooler, he's smarter. Um, but he's a he's a little bit more he's probably a little more nice than I than I was at his age, but he's got, you know, he's got a different upbringing. So what are you going to do? Okay. No more, no origin stories here mm-hmm. uh, today, but it's something I, I, fi- I find it interesting because obviously the, the duties are absolutely shared. If, if the two, if the two are in fact one flesh, then it would stand to reason that there would be times where I need Amanda to speak up and to fight for me or even to fight me for me. And then, and I need to be willing to do the same. That's how relationships work. Mm-hmm. You know, we've heard it preached that wives need to be submissive uh, and how that's biblical, but I want to look at this text actually today. Yeah, so okay. let's 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 get into this here. Ephesians five twenty one through twenty eight says, "Submit to one another out of reverence for Christ." Submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. Okay, wives, submit to your own husbands, mm-hmm. as you do to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, as Christ is the head of the church, his body, of which he is the Savior. Now, as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit to their husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her to make her holy, cleansing her by the washing with water through the word, and to present herself to him 
as a radiant church without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish, but holy and blameless. So in the same way, husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies for he who loves his wife loves himself. So submit to one another. That's essentially what this is saying is, you know, submit to one of the wives, submit to husbands, husbands, love your wives. And, and we have got, we have been into so many different conversations with so many different people about like people that are having marital issues, right? And let's say the husband's being very harsh and the husband's messing up. The husband stepped out on the wife. And we've heard people give advice like, well, you need to submit to your husband. Mm. Have we not heard this? Yeah. Right? You have to submit to him. He's the head of the household. Well, he just, he stepped out on me. He's treating me badly. He's this, 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 this. Well, you got, well, you got, what did you do to make him react or to make him do what he did? What did, what did you do? Mm. Were you not submissive? Is that, it, did you bring this on your self? And, and this is, this is something that drives me crazy because not because I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm just, I'm going to fight for the rights of, of just women. No, I want to fight for marriages and yeah. for the rights of both. Yeah. But because the truth is, women, this is the issue that you will find yourself in when you are so desperate to be in a relationship with somebody. I have never found a generation so desperate to have a person than the one that we're living in right now. Like that's why, like that's why people, you know, relationship gurus are like top right now because people just need somebody. Everybody's lonely. Everybody wants somebody. But but when you settle, then you mess around and you get somebody that's not worthy of submission. That's not worth submitting to because you can't trust them with your life, and they're not willing to love you by laying down their life for you by giving themselves. For you. So what does this look like for tough conversations with one another? If, if, if the wife is to submit to the husband and the husband loves your wife, how do you handle confrontational conversations that you need to have with your spouse? Well, I know we're going into a question and I might have to have you repeat that because I do want to go back to like. Yeah. Go, no, no, that's fine. With do your thing. Um, I think, you know, um, the Bible is talking about how we should respond to one another, husband and wife, you know, and how that should operate. Uh, and husbands are supposed to uh, love their wives, correct. Cherish them, love them, right. Um, and uh, it, talking to wives about submission or submitting, um, there is something put in each one of us. For for men, they really um, there's something in them that wants or values respect and honor, mm-hmm. and there's something in women that does want to be wanted or cherished or loved. There's something in us. And that's why this does, this would work really well if you had a husband who loved his wife and you had a wife who could look up to him with that uh, respect and can be submissive, you know? So like, it's hard because we try to tell women to be submissive no matter what. And the truth is that the two things with this is this is being submissive to a husband who loves and cherish his wife there's a there's something in us that's okay with the idea of being in a relationship with a man who loves us yeah. so much that we could um we could find ourselves looking to them for direction and god would honor that relationship in such a way that it would be something that would fit so well for for uh the two you know so it's hard because a lot of a lot of men now they want respect and honor without even kind of almost deserving it. Right. And we're human, right? So we're not perfect. And that's not what I'm saying. And I'm not saying like, man, your man has to be a thousand percent perfect or whatever. But does he have to love and cherish you? Yes. No, he does. And are you guys going to argue and fight? Absolutely. Whatever. But a lot of men are, are expecting that. And I think a lot of men have um, issues with themselves. Mm-hmm. And so because they feel so insecure, um, they know they don't deserve that. And so they'll f- go find that from someone who is disassociated from how he actually is. And that's why a lot of times there's a stepping out right. that happens. It has really nothing to do with the wife sometimes. But you're right. Like they'll go, okay, so what does this look like? And you know what? Sometimes there's on both sides, 
something needs to give. Sure. And, and I, and that's what I love so much too. Like when we're ministering to couples, we're not just like, it has to be his fault. It has to be her fault or it has to, you know, like we're only going to minister to like the problem or like the, the cheating or the, um, you know, the anger or, you know, it's so much more than that because we're all dynamic individuals and we go through so many things. Because in that same vein, we've had conversations as well with people who have, who have like looked at things or been looking at pictures or he's looking at these, he's looking at this. Okay. And and I understand that. And that's not okay. Want to affirm the fact that that's not okay. Let me ask, how often are you guys together romantically, uh, intimately? Oh, I don't, I don't want to be, why, if, why would I want to be with him? Well, you, you know, there, how long has it been? Oh, well, it's been like a year. Okay, wait, okay, let's talk about this then because, you know, scripturally speaking as well, that's one of the few things, like in, in a marital relationship, that's one of the few things that's they're like, hey, do not fast this. And if you do, both of you agree and and do it only for a short time. But our relationship, Matt, because um, you freaking love me. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like you because you freaking love me, I can, I can get through quite a few things, right. you know, we can get through quite a few things right. because I'm not constantly fighting the idea that, that you are so internally focused within yourself that you're not even considering me at all. Right. So, um, that kind of stuff needs to be worked on or whatever, but I do think there's something in us because I love you so much and I know that you adore me. I don't have a hard time honoring you. I don't have a hard time respecting you. I don't have a hard time doing those things. Right. Um, but that is something that's in you that uh, you're built to to not require, but you that that's the position you know that that you're in. And me wanting to be loved and appreciated because I have that, it makes it so much easier. You right. know. So, um, yeah, no, it is hard whenever the everyone's like, well, you know, wives be submissive no matter what. I don't think that's fair. Sure. And, um, you know, like even in uh, dynamics and I'm going up out of relationships, I'm sorry, but kind of same thing, I guess. But um, it's it fine. It's it a Valentine's Day episode, but it's cool. Do it. <laughs> I know. I'm just going to do whatever I want <laughs> um, with parents and kids. We're supposed to honor our parents. And I agree with that. I think that you shouldn't be um, mean or hateful or whatever, but it's OK to accept the fact that your parents are people and they're human and they're capable of doing things that they shouldn't be doing. Right. And you're supposed to love them. Absolutely. But acknowledge the fact that they're not right all the time, you know? So uh, there's all these things in the Bible honoring your parents and you're like, well, have you, do you even know what they've done? You know, that kind of thing. Right. Um, no, you don't just accept these things that are happening. They're, they're failing in these areas, but the good relationship is one where the husband adores his wife he considers her, yep. he loves her, and she feels protected and cared for, and so she honors and respects her husband. Those really are, they are a very, there's a good space for healthy relationship there. Yeah, and I want to speak, I want to speak really quick to this because you, you brought it up, you know, honoring on your, honoring your mother and father and, and all those kinds of things back and forth, and we can bring it into the relationship uh uh, you know, in terms of romantic relationships as well, there's a, th- just because you're honoring somebody, I listen, I had a terrible upbringing. I had a bad childhood. Um, I did not dishonor mm-hmm. my parents. I love my parents. They, they did what they could. It was the wrong, it was, the, they did the wrong things and it was the wrong way. There's a difference between disagreeing and dishonoring. Yeah, Absolutely. And so it's okay for us to honestly assess the truth of what happens in our lives in any relationship, whether that's with parents, with kids, with friends, with wives, with husbands, whatever. We can honestly assess the truth of what's going on. We can disagree with how something was handled, how we were treated or what have you, and not dishonor. And, and, and there's a lot, there, there's a lot, there's a lot of people that believe that you're dishonoring by disagreeing and that's just false. Mm -hmm. That's, that's, that is, that is a false situation. And if you're one of those people, man, you gotta, you gotta work on that because just because somebody disagrees with you does not mean that they're dishonoring you. And, and, and I can't tell you how many times I've encountered that, uh, in my life, uh, whether that's at work at, at within the church world, wherever, you know, people, people have this thing where like, if they disagree, then you're the ultimate enemy. And that's not, 
That's not how this is supposed to go. And if you can't see the truth in people, then are you really, are you really loving people the way that, that Jesus has directed us to love people? You got to be able to see the truth and love them anyway. Yeah. And you can, you can disagree without dishonoring. Yeah. I love that. Uh, You asked a question and I can't remember (laughs) what that was. The question was, how do you handle confrontational conversations that you need to have with yourself? Because they're not fun. They're not fun conversations, but they're necessary conversations. So how do you handle confrontational conversations that you must have? You need to have these conversations with your spouse. How do you handle them? Um, I, this has been a thing with us. Absolutely. I told you, um, because I feel to the nth, as we said, feel to the millionth degree. So something that I would even think is like super small, like the universe would be like, that's not a problem or thing. You're like, yes, it is. Right. So there's times where I'm like, Oh, how do I handle this? How do I I hate failing? My problem is that I take your response personal and that's not fair to you and not fair to me. Because if I take your response personal, then my whole goal is going to be to not get that response from you. Right. And if that's true, then I'm going to avoid being honest with you. Right. Which doesn't help you or me. So then I find myself either skirting around it or not just not addressing it or just being like, well, that's him. You know, he's, I don't know, but whatever. And, um, that's not healthy or helpful to either one of us. Right. And that's, that's been a pretty uh, consistent thing with me. I know a lot of people are not into Enneagrams, into Enneagrams, whatever. My personality is like, I, I do want uh, to avoid pain and I associate that. Like I want to avoid not the confrontation. I don't mind being open and honest and talking about things. Right. I want to avoid hurting you because I do. I feel like I'm responsible for the feeling that you have when really you're responsible for the way that you're right. responding to it. And well, and this is something that we've, we've been, this is our entire relationship, our entire marriage. Yes. And especially early on, yeah, we had to learn that. Yeah. Right. And we've talked about this before, but, but let's bring it back up because we're talking about this in this moment. Okay. We talk about the fact how we, d- we, we come with you when you enter this, when you enter a, a relationship, especially a covenant relationship like marriage, you're bringing your own baggage with you, yeah. whether you're, whether you try to or not, whether you mean to or not, you're bringing your crap with you. Okay. So you're moving in and not only are you going to see this person now in the mornings and, and not, not, you know, all, all date ready, but like, but like you're going to, you're going to experience their childhood. Yeah. You're going to experience, you know, all of the bad stuff that they've, that they've lived through. And so I didn't know that you were pain avoidant mm-hmm. in that way coming into the relationship, right? You didn't know that I, that I had abandonment issues. And so when we would get into fights, you would leave mm-hmm. because y- the reason why you were leaving is you didn't want to do or say anything mm-hmm. that would hurt me. Yeah. But what you didn't realize and what I didn't realize was that when you were leaving, I felt like you were gone. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I don't have a wife anymore. Yeah. I guess we're divorced now. <laughs> like that's, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and so we, and we had to learn like, okay, we have to learn how to fight. Yeah. Like we, because if I love you, I need to call you out on your crap. Mm-hmm. And if you love me, you have to be able to do the same. Yeah. And you have to work on the abandonment thing. Absolutely. And I have to work on the pain avoidance. Absolutely. Because if we don't, then we can't communicate and that's, that's not helpful or we'll be too scared to. Or, you know, and so that's, and that's not helpful to anything. Right. And, and how many relationships I wonder are, uh, you know, are, are filled with people that are just afraid to have the conversation that they know they need to have. Well, and, and they talk about like happy wife, happy life or yeah. And the same with like, uh, I hate ha- that saying I do too, but it's like trying to, you know what, if they're fine, let's just get through the day. Let's just, let's just get through right. the day that builds up to the most garbage life ever. Because there you have, uh, if not one, you have two people in a relationship. And then if you bring in kids into that, they get to be raised in a home where they're, they have to tiptoe around you because you're, there's no growth involved, right? Because right. you're not getting any clarity right. and you're not growing. Wait a minute. Kids don't fix it? <laughs> and that's the thing. Kids take responsibility for it. <laughs> and if you're unhealthy, you are going to... Um, you're going to point the finger at whatever you can around you so that you don't have to feel anything. Right. And who, and who's easy to do that with kids? Yeah. Because they'll own it. They're there and there's something inherently in us that goes, what did I do? Right. And so they're like, "Mm, you know what? It is your fault. And and it's just like the path of least 
resistance. It's, it's good for, you know, I don't have to deal with these things. And I think for a relationship, especially when you have kids, like when you have kids, um, you're, you cannot be defending your spouse to your children when they're misbehaving, when the spouse is going <laughs> crazy or being frustrated or angry right. or I'm sorry. whatever. I love that you said when they're misbehaving, like when, <laughs> when your spouse is misbehaving, <laughs> misbehaving, you can't, um, that's a no, no. That just encompasses so many things. So I just decided to use that word. No, that's an excellent word. But there, there I, are, I absolutely agree. You, you didn't, there's times if I'm acting you, funky, you can't go tell the kids your dad is right. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Cause uh, w- uh, sometimes we feel like, well, we're a united front. I think that's bull crap because yeah. then you you're uniting behind unhealthiness, uh, unhealthy behavior. Yeah. So like if, if, if you blow up, uh, first of all, I know how passionate you are about things and I know that you feel things to the millionth degree. So in one minute you're like mad and I'm like, he's cute and angry, but I'm letting the kids know, you know how he is sometimes we're going to talk to him about it and he just needs some time, but I'm not talking bad about you. Right. I am making the kids aware of what's exactly happening in this moment so yes. that they don't own it, so that they're not curious about what they did wrong. Yes. And we're acknowledging the fact that we love our father and he's a great dad and he is fun and he's funny and he has moments where he gets triggered in things yeah. and he doesn't respond the way that he probably should. Right. But he's a human and that's okay. That is the coolest perspective you can give a kid. Yes, I agree. And I, I mean, I know we're talking about relationships, but yeah, it when you, yeah, it's a relationship. And having a, f- a family, you're having kids and it's the way that you respond with each other. We've had a billion people live in our house. Um, yes, we have. For, I guess that's not, if a we were to count, I would, we're, we're, yeah. And a counting billion. And, and counting. <laughs> I yeah. I, th- I don't, I don't know that we're done. I think we've had like 11 different people. You adopt people all the time. Times. I can't yeah. help it, but I want to help people, you know, figure stuff out. So there's been times where that's happened. Now, whenever me and you are like, arguing we argue in front of people i we do it in front of people yeah because i don't like taking it to a different space and making people wonder what in the world's going on because i think it's okay to have a healthy disagreement and argument in front of people's faces and we're not worried or nervous how it's perceived or what people will think or none of that yeah now i will i will say this though we have had moments even where uh where we've had good we've had good health We've had good, excuse me, good, healthy confrontations, arguments, fights, whatever, in front of people. There have also been moments where we have had unhealthy arguments mm-hmm. in front of people, and 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 uh, and uh, people got to see that bat, that 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 ugly side of me or that ugly side of you, and that was good too. It was good because because it was we, we were able to bring some levity and some 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 clarity to the fact that yeah, this is all this is. That's all that is. Well, and so circling around and apologizing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because people don't right. do that. They don't just talk about things and get out in the open. So like if, if so if seeing people disagree, argue, fight, whatever, and be like, you know what? I'm so sorry. That's my bad. Right. Because we're human. It's okay for us to learn, grow, mess up, fail, fall, and get back up again. That's yeah. just a part of our process. That's how God made right. us. Right. If That's you're showing journey. somebody, you want to show somebody how to succeed, how to fail, how to, you know, how to live. I, 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 in, I ingest, but not really ingest. I even, I, I've said this before too. I want to show, I mean, I'm, how to die. Like, yeah, I, all of the above. If I, if I can do all of these things well, then I, then I've done a good thing. Mm. Uh, and, and so it's very important and it becomes a big problem when we choose not to have these necessary conversations because we just want to avoid pain or hurt or emotions or whatever. And sometimes I know, you know, that, that those things happen. And I, I feel as though almost that, there are so many relationships and marriages where people are living on a fault line and they're there. It's a, it's ma- it's a masked as peace, mm-hmm. but it's really a fault line. And so they don't want to make a wrong move because at any given moment, the ground beneath their feet could shake and split yeah. because they're afraid of how so-and-so may react or this one could overreact or, uh, or whatever. Um, and that's just that's just so beneath the idea uh, and the reason behind a marriage mm-hmm. and the reason behind that type of co- again covenantal relationship because the, and again it we we speak to the covenant relationship because that's what marriage is it's a covenant it's not a piece of paper i know a lot of a lot of people out there they've they've taken to saying well it's just a piece of paper no it's not mm-hmm. it's a covenant relationship 
Um, and I understand that you can actually be in covenant. They, they had covenant relationships and marriages before they had marriage certificates, uh, believe it or not. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, today, it's a, it's a, it, it is still what it, what, what it once was, is what it should be, which is a covenant relationship. And, um, and that matters. That, that, that to me, it, it, it matters that much more uh, that, that people see healthy ones. Now, in, in the church, is there a reason why in, in the body that we see? Uh, do you think it's because people, maybe people just want to be perceived as having the, the perfect family, uh, or the perfect marriage? And so they, they don't, we don't see as many uh, situations where people are explaining or having conversations or even messages or sermons or series about uh, having hard conversations with their spouses? Uh, yeah, that was a big question. Um, well, I think in the church, are you talking about like the reason why we don't have confrontation in the church? Yeah, well, how come How come if, if the church is supposed to be the beacon, Yeah. if the church is supposed to be exemplary in marital bliss, mm-hmm. in wedded bliss, uh, and this is how you have a marriage, this is what a marriage looks like, then... Uh, is there is there a reason why this isn't discussed more, and and do you, and do you think or is there I should say, is the reason why we don't see as many healthy marriages as we should or as we could in the church, because we don't discuss this. More. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because because there are a lot of people we know a lot of people mm-hmm. that really don't have the relationship that they think they have, mm-hmm. or that they're trying to show that they have. Correct. Because I do think that there is a huge pressure for some reason in church. Where people feel like they need to be perfect or right. spot on. And if you're working, the truth is, if you're working hard to show the relationship that you have, to show people the relationship you have, if you're working hard at it, then you don't have the relationship that you think you have. Yeah. Because sh- it's not hard. It's not that hard of work no, to do no, that. No, it's not. And that, that's a lot of pressure, too, to make your relationship out to be something it's not in front of a bunch of people. Right. And then you get home and you're exhausted. So then church exhausted you. Why? What are we talking about? Yeah. The freedom of being able to be like, hey, no, we had a hard morning this morning. He was a jerk. I'm going to talk to him about that later. There's a love behind everything with you. Like, mm-hmm. I love you so much. So when I'm frustrated with you, no, I'm frustrated. Like, mm-hmm. but... I love you. So, you know, it's not the end of the world for us. It's we get moments, we have seasons, we have things. And I'm, I am comfortable with being honest about all of that. Um, but I think people too, when they're in church, for some reason, they can't be human. I don't know what it is. Cause honestly, the, the Bible is so, <laughs> the Bible, the Bible is like, Hey, accept it. Except that you're human, that you make mistakes, except your failures, your faults, just do it. Just be out in the open. Do not wear a mask. But for some reason, why are churchgoers like, I got to put that on before yeah. I go out there? I don't know. I don't understand that. It's not well, because at all. Because people have taken the Bible and they've made it about them. Yeah. People yeah, say the Bible is a love letter from God to us. No, it's not. It is a character letter yeah. about who God is in spite of us. This yeah. is who God is. God says in the, in the, by, through his word, this is exactly who I am. Regardless of how you act, this is who I am. It's not him writing, penning a love letter to us. This is how much I love you. Bullcrap. That's you making the Bible about you. The Bible's not about you. It's not about me. The Bible is God going, this is, this is me. This is who I am. Yeah, it's a selfish Christianity. So you're. you're yeah, it's just, religious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think, uh, too, a lot of people walk around with this horrible idea of themselves, right? Because, like, I am fully aware of what I do in the dark or at my house and when I'm alone. I know the things that I do. And so I think a lot of people uh, operating within that, they've got a lot of things that they feel guilty and shameful about. And they are so trying to keep that part away from everybody else because they're assuming that if anyone was to see it, they would see them how they see themselves sure so there there's so sense. much work that needs to happen there um because that, i think that's what that is they're they're constantly trying to be something that they're not because they have this horrible view of them the truth is we're human and we make mistakes and that's okay and we do stupid things and we fall into traps and we're yeah. addicted even when we don't know to stuff you know so there's things like that um but we're we're growing and we, I don't think that we really can, I, not that I think, I know we cannot grow into what God's wanting us to be when we're um, hating ourselves and then trying really hard to show a different version to everyone else. 
That is such a confusion, confusing lifestyle. Yeah. But that bleeds into your marriage because you want people to think that you have a successful marriage and that everything's good. And then you have a lot of spouses too that will protect their their spouse bad behavior because they're like, I have to choose them. They're my person. And I'm like, choosing their bad behavior? No. I yeah. choose Matthew every day I choose you. Like, every and that's, day. Yeah. And that's not me <laughs> just trying to say it to, you know. People. You got to be kidding me. <laughs> Everything yeah, you, you just said <laughs> is my favorite thing to do. Uh, no, it's Every true. day. I, I would choose you every single day. But I'm also not going to, whenever you respond incorrectly or you do something um you're not going to agree with me. No. And even I'll even tell people, hey, listen, you need to give him a minute. We love him, but he's not <laughs> He's not processing this right or he's, he's not thinking about it, you know, or he shouldn't have done that. And, you know, the, the cool thing about you, though, Matt, is that you will come around and go, hey, I'm so sorry. And uh, that yeah. apology is such a huge deal because people do not do that. And when you can own your own stuff, honestly, people are impressed by it because they 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 don't live that way. They're they're so terrified at even acknowledging the fact that they messed up in the first place that they're not even there yet. Yeah, I and I, and I think that I've said this before, but you know, I think that I've I've endeared more people, you know, to me, or more people have 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 given me an opportunity to show them who I really am because of my apologies, as opposed to the things that I've done well. Mm-hmm. Or, the, um, you know, in, in other words, like people don't like me because like, oh, man, he's cool or he's smart or he's gifted or he's. No, it's more like that. Oh, man, he said he was sorry. And that was really cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mess up a lot and I say sorry. Honestly, so do I, though. I apologize every time I do something stupid. I think it's good. I think it's good to acknowledge. You did apologize things. that one time. That one time I messed up. Yeah, so sure. Good. Wow. Yeah, so so don't don't avoid those conversations, right? So that's we're we're helping people. I really feel like we're no, helping we people are. today. This is huge, yeah. Yeah. Um so we need this. Uh, <laughs> well, the, the the reality though too is good. like I have I know people that will go to sleep to avoid an argument. Uh, <laughs> you know yeah. like just immediately like cuz they don't want to have a fight. Oh, they're escaping. So this is my question. Mm-hmm. Have you guys have you ever pretended to be asleep to avoid a conversation? I don't know that I have. I got friends that have. I got friends that like, well, I don't want to have this comment. So they'll go and they'll, pre- they'll pretend it. I will be. <laughs> I, uh, there's be been asleep. times in our marriage I was so mad. And I'm like, oh, I know. I'm I was there. Gonna, I'm not going to be the first one to apologize. I'm not going to do it. I'm like mad and I have every right to be angry. And I'll just, I'll lay there in bed and be like, mm, you know, back to you. I'm upset. You're, you're, um, which I mean, <laughs> most of the time you're wrong. So, um, but you'll be the one to go, hey. Um, you guys heard her? <laughs> I, listen, I'm, wow. I'm confident in what it is I'm saying. Um, but you <laughs> you do tend to be the one to go, you know, let's, I don't like this, you know? And it's yeah. because we, we do, we freaking adore each other. We don't want to be angry. We don't want to be frustrated. Um, sometimes we, you know, every marriage, every relationship, I don't care what it is, it, it has communication errors or issues or, yeah. you know, it's, it, that's, and that's, that's okay. And there's going to be times where I assume of you how you might respond or what you're going to do. And so I find myself uh, walking on eggshells, not getting to the point sometimes or right. like saying something I don't really genuinely mean, but I'm trying to figure, I'm trying to process A compliment it. sandwich. Yeah. yeah. Um, when, if we just got to the point right. and however you responded to it or however I responded to it, just acknowledging the fact that, um, we process those things. Yeah. I, I love that you said that like we carry on a baggage, like we have a history. Right. Y- that's I got matching it's set. It's so crazy because the history for every human, and I think about this a lot, like in this room, there's how many of us? I'm not a good at counting. There's five, six, seven. Anyways, um, everyone in this room has a different story and background. They have things that they're insecure about. They have things right. that they've gone through. Right. They've had things that they've experienced. They also have triggers. They also have ways that they operate in a conversation that is um, not easy to have. Right. Um, but it all comes from where we come from. If we can respect those things, it'd be so much easier for us to just get to the point and not take each other personal, you know? Yeah. But um, we don't do that. I think out of fear that someone will respond to it or you'll trigger someone or you'll make someone angry or you'll hurt them or offend them. We just don't 
communicate with one another. We just don't do it. But what sucks about that, like I have a lot of people in my life, when I find someone who's objective and honest, I love those people. I want those people. Yeah. Because I can talk to them and go, hey, so did I do something wrong? There's been times where I've argued with you mm-hmm. in front of um, someone people. who I think is objective and honest. Uh-huh. And I'll look at them and go, am I tripping? <laughs> because I want to really know genuinely, is it, am I, am I not seeing this correctly? That I, was the one time where she apologized. I want clarity, but also I have a very well-rounded view of me. I know what I am. I know what I'm not, and I'm comfortable with it. So it's okay for me when I have to acknowledge you messed up. You weren't kind. Right. You, you did it wrong, or you're not making any sense because I'm confident. Um, but a lot of people who who have a spouse who is insecure or take things personal, yeah, I could see them being avoidant. Well, and there will be there will be enough people that you see outside of your marriage, outside of your relationship that that will try to gaslight you and put on you things that they don't want to carry. And so there's no need to also have to deal with that at home. <laughs> don't don't bring that crap home. Be be open, honest, create that create that healthy you know, environment mm-hmm. at home so that I was just having a conversation with somebody um, yesterday and they're kind of learning the, what, what the idea of like uh, coming out from under a covering is mm-hmm. because now they're kind of on their own and figuring it out. And you don't think about that kind of stuff when you're, when you're in a, pati- a, a certain environment or a certain space and it's healthy and it's good and you're you're under like okay cool and this is and it feels nice feels calm feels peaceful whatever even though th- there may be tumultuous moments there's still peace in the house there's still you know in that environment and then you go to try to set out and create that space and it takes work and it there's there's fighting and it's and it's hard and it's you're figuring it out right but that's 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 part that that to me I heard that and I was so stoked that the person was trying to then go and create that for themselves but I was also stoked that we were able to kind of have that environment in at our home Mm. that was this we are honest Mm. we're open Mm. there's peace there's joy and 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 we deal with we deal with all of the humanity here Mm. whether you know the good the bad and the ugly we deal with all of the humanity here so I love that and you know you guys do yourselves a favor be honest with one another be honest with your spouse it's so easy have these tough conversations if more if more spouses would have the tough conversations with one another, and I'm not just talking about finances, I'm talking about you. I'm talking about personal. Your you need to talk to your spouse about your spouse yeah. and about their crap, and and really, really be helpful in that space. Yeah. And you and and vice versa. That what's what's good for the goose is good for the gander. That you guys got to do. You both have to be able to do this with one another. And you would you will see like just how amazing of a relationship your relationship will be that much better. We feel like we're loving someone because we're helping them avoid feeling something. Right. And, and that's, that's not that's not that's true. That's not it. What we're doing is we're creating a ton of emotionally immature, emotional brats. Mm-hmm. We have there are there are millions of emotional brats that exist on the planet right now because nobody wanted to hurt their feelings. And so there's no emotional grown ups. They're just snot nosed emotional brats. Yeah. And that's gross. And I tell you what, I don't want to be married to one of those. No. And so that's why we had these conversations. And I've, I've been, I've, I have held myself responsible because I have found that I do that where I would, um, try to save you right, and try to save the kids. Right. They're pastor's kids. I was trying to save them from like having to do anything. And then, and then one day I realized like, I'm also like pulling them back. Mm -hmm. I'm holding them back. It's okay to let them be involved in things and not overwhelm them with stuff that they don't have to do, but it's okay to also encourage them and, and yep. help them with perspective. How can we coach them if they don't experience all of it? Exactly. Which is why like when, when, when COVID hit our house and we all had to quarantine at our house and our kids had to go to school at home, right? I, I, tr- I treated it like a classroom. I treated it like they were in school. When Tony was walking down the hall, I punched him in his chest and I called him a nerd. You know, when, when Amanda went to go and talk to Karis, I pantsed her and I walked away and I yelled nerd. And it, because I was like, you guys need to experience the good and the Listen, bad. That is, it, I'm I, raising what we- healthy, well-adjusted <laughs> show did you go to? Yeah. <laughs> I went to a different school. <laughs> she goes to a different school. You don't uh, know her. No, he really did do that. And I looked at what? Karis in the face and I was like, did your dad just, your dad just pants me in front of you. Like that. No other, no other kids dealing with that right now. 
Um, You're welcome. But I will I will say this. Parenting. Like, I'm going to write a book later. The You know what's amazing to me? And I'm having this conversation like I'm just having it with you. I'm so sorry. But like. No, it's good. Is it incredible to you that the only, the literally, honest to God, the only rule that we have in our house is don't lie? And well, there's two rules, but yeah. Our, our kids are so good. Matthew, that doesn't make sense. I, I, I'm, it's I'm not, well, it's not because of us. No, they're like, <laughs> they're so like smart and dedicated and they, and they do so much and they're so creative. But I think that that environment was built out of just literally being honest, not being perfect, not being amazing because I am not the mom. I wish I was, I'm not the mom who has ibuprofen in her backpack. I'm not, I wish I no, had a not. first aid kit there. I wish that I was like, on it when someone was hurt i'm like i'm gonna help you fix it i'm not that mom i wish i was so there's times where like i look at moms you know getting matching shirts for disneyland and i'm like part of me wishes i could be that person i'm just not but i look at my kids and literally the only thing that i have been for them is extremely honest and have lived my life out showing them that i'm still learning i'm still growing right and that has been huge for them it has been huge for them but i need to say this having said that and being in this space and and it being um again in in the spirit of honesty they're not perfect kids they're amazingly good kids and they still have moments even in that environment where they're super hard on themselves Mm -hmm. like that's that's both of their biggest issues is that they are just um they're just incredibly hard on themselves and so that just further proves to you that that's just that's just humanity that is it, human it nature is. to it's fight this this ownership of of all of the bad yeah no it's in our nature to do that in the first place yeah. but that's the thing when you're there to help them with perspective because you have clarity of mind about yourself and them yeah it's important you can you can talk them through those things yeah it's they're impressive to me it's crazy yeah I love that. Well, we ended a Valentine's episode talking about our kids, so let's let's do some fun questions okay. before we before we before we close this thing out. Okay. As it were. And and Eli, uh, you're welcome. We didn't do a whole lot of 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 n- naked naughty no no talk, and you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Thumb, I got a thumbs up. Crooked naughty, thumbs up there from Naughty no no. It's not naughty no no when you're married. Oh, it's, okay. Well, all right. It's oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um sorry. All right, l- fun oh, ones. Here we go. <laughs> Apologize. All right. Who's the funny one? I think it's me. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just wanted to disagree with you. No, it's you. You're so funny. Hey, you don't got to be a douche about it. <laughs> no, it's, it's yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> no, All right. it's you. Who's more outgoing? I think it's me. Yeah, it's not sure. It's not close. No. Yeah, it's not even fun. close. Um, who's more likely to get into a fist fight? You, a million yeah, that's times that's over. Me. Yeah, that's me. Uh, who's more affectionate? It's you? Yeah, I guess it's you. Well, no, actually, well, let's hold on. Mm. Affection well, I think we're both touchy-feely affectionate. Yeah. So, okay, let's let's uh, let's do that. Who's more okay, who's more touchy-feely affectionate? It's me. Ma- maybe you. Me. Maybe you. Yeah. Who's more considerate? Uh, you. Me. Okay. Yeah. Who's the better cook? Me. For sure. Hey, all You're I'm such to say, a liar. You're such a liar. <laughs> <laughs> we just talked to had this reason, beautiful conversation about reason, truth. Listen, the reason why, okay, because I don't want to. I think that if I wanted to, I would be like super good at it. I'm just saying. This there, there's no <laughs> proof. We don't. <laughs> there I'm the one that and cooks, there, and there will never be proof because that's not something I do. I'm the one that cooks. Okay, well, so I am the better times, cook. The few times you cooked, it was good. The few times I'm just saying, you guys, I can throw down. I'm, I'm, I'm actually enjoying. I enjoy cooking and laundry. Uh, dishes I do not like. Yeah. But cooking and laundry, vacuuming I do not. But cooking and laundry, I, I, I've taken to. Anyway, uh, who said I love you first? Okay, I thought it was you. You said it was me. It was you. Mm, I don't know. It was you. I don't know. We misremembered this one. Okay. Who? Th- <laughs> <laughs> love. Who? Yeah. Uh, who initiated the first kiss? You. What? Is that true? That's very true. I'll have to think about that. I New don't Year's think that's Eve. true. Oh my gosh. You remember the day? Happy New Year. You remember where it was? <laughs> it was a very happy New Year. Oh my gosh. You're 2002. Talking. I don't have a sound effect for that one. Well, okay. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's best. That All you right. Don't. Last one. Last yeah. one. Yeah. Use one word to describe 
your spouse. Okay, so I've been asked this question a few times. I think I was asked it last year when we did this. This is one of my favorite questions to ask people. My answer every time, because I think it's such a good word for you, is passionate. All right. Literally about everything, about what just you are. That's who you are. All right. Snack. What? (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That's so lame. It's stupid. I hate that. I hate that. Okay, that's a thing, by the way. Don't pick it. It's so. It was funny. Um, yeah, that no. En- that I encompasses how good I am. <laughs> and it better wow. be. It better be good. <laughs> and it better be good. Or we're gonna fight in front of everyone. Yeah. Well, it's good to have that example. Um, gosh, one word to describe you. Yeah. Would be. Yeah, I. I think. I think honest. Yeah, I think honest is the best word that I could use because it's. It's just. And, and that may seem lame or unromantic, but it honestly no. is, it's such a good word. I'll be honest with you. I genuinely, I, again, you said honest, I'll be honest with you. I, I genuinely love that because growing up in church, that didn't used to be something you could even say about me. Right. I felt like I was constantly having to be something. So the truth has genuinely set me free. So honesty is such a huge deal. So for that to yeah. be something I'm known for is big. You are. And it's a different kind of freedom. When the, when the truth makes you free like that. It yeah. really is. I love that. Very good. Yeah. Well, listen, that's that's all that's all the content that we have. Uh, so you know what that means. What does it mean? It's time for recommendations. Um, My ears are shaking because <laughs> of recommendation. So you... Music. I don't you, know. It's there. My ears were genuinely going... <laughs> that was crazy. I have one recommendation. Um, first of all, no. do you want to say your idea? I did. Of what you were going to do? I did. Go uh, ahead, say it. Because he asked me to get a recommendation. I did. I'm so bad at this. And first of I all, did I've you? No. No. no I think did. I've done it like four or five times. And it's still every time I come here, I'm like, I have no idea. But my favorite was when I was talking about someone who was on Instagram who does charcuterie boards. And Eli Does was what? so upset because he was like, as a concept, Amanda. So I was thinking about coming up with just a large concept, not even something specific, to just upset him. And I didn't have enough time to do it and do it right. So I'm upset. But I just wanted him to know right, yeah. that, that was something I was thinking about doing. Just some random, generalized, vague situation that nothing she was going to throw at you so that you couldn't find an example. I wanted you to know how, <laughs> how mean she is. Uh yeah, yeah. Anyways, so I don't have anything. Well, I have a recommendation. So being as that is the better halves Valentine's Day okay. CSG episode, my recommendation is it for everybody: don't just go out and have a and have a nice date uh, on this Valentine's Day. Don't do that. Uh, I want to challenge everybody to go out there and do one extra considerate thing. Because let's be honest: if you're just going to go out and you're going to have a date, that's not considerate. That's not considerate. You guys are both going to enjoy the date. You guys are bo- it's going to be romantic, you know, it'll be a different it'll be a different night than every other night, whatever, blah blah blah. Do something considerate for the other. Do something that you would not normally do or that you would not think of to do that's outside of yourself for the other one. That is my recommendation. No other recommendation but that. Be considerate. Do one considerate thing. That's it. So a concept. That's really funny. That is a vague generalized we did concept. It. Yeah, we did it. You're welcome. That. All right. Well, that's all the time that we have on this episode of Chicken Scratch Gospel. Make sure that you follow us on social media. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Hit the bell for notifications so you know when the new episodes drop. And go love like Jesus. We're out.